Hello and welcome back to uh, another year of the In The Round Betting Podcast. Joining me, just as he did last year, it's Mr Henry Hodgson. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm glad to be back, mate. Yeah, it's Let's good. get this football uh, season started. It's good to be back, that is for sure. Um, yeah. Of course, this is uh, a podcast about betting, as you may have worked out from the title, which means that it's for over 18s only. So if you're, if you're under 18... Uh, please just go listen to our 1 to 20 prediction podcast, which we released early in the week, uh, me and Will on that one. And you can <clears throat> find out some of our predictions on there. Uh, in this podcast, we'll be discussing some of our selections for the weekend's action. It's opening weekend in the Prem. Obviously, we've missed a week for the championship, but we thought we'd fire it up this weekend. Um, obviously, gambling comes with risks, uh, particularly on our selections. Um, but these are the ones that obviously me and Henry uh, will be back in ourselves over the weekend uh, and we'll talk you through those as we go. Um, as mentioned, risks attached to gambling. Um, to make sure you're aware of all of those, go to the begambleware.org website uh, where you can also find some help and support as well. Uh, last season, Hodge, good season for yourself in the end. Yeah, the- well, in the end, it <laughs> Just came down to the last couple of, of weeks, didn't it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll take it. Lastly, yeah, I think last day I did really well. Last day, four for four yeah. for yourself. Yeah, um, superb. So yeah, that that meant profit for the season, which is nice. Uh, for myself, I was down six points, eight points essentially. So yeah. we're definitely looking to better that this term. Um, the format's going to stay very similar in that we'll give you each uh, a bet from each division. We'll go from League Two up to the Premier League, and then. Usually we'll have something to talk about from last week. We obviously don't have that this week because it's the first one of the season. But we are raring to go. So let's get straight into it in League Two, Hodge. And you're starting the only way you know how. Yeah, it's it's a draw. <laughs> you know, the League Two experts back again. Um, oh, I'm going to go. I know. I'm going to go for Warsaw to draw with Forest Green. Our beloved Forest Green. Yeah. Do it. Had a great season last season, actually. But um, Walsall, they haven't had the best of starts. They lost 1-0 to Tranmere um, and they've crashed out the EFL Cup last week, um, losing to Doncaster on penalties in that. Um, So they'll be keen to get some points on the board, uh, particularly having beat Forest Green uh, in the back end of last season. So, you know, a bit of confidence there. And we can't ignore the fact that Forest Green, they've they've started the season well. Um, they're currently in fourth position after beating Sutton 2-1. Last week, they also got a draw um, with Bristol City in the EFL Cup and they won on penalties. So, you know, you couldn't really ask for a better start. Um, and, they, you know, they won't be short of confidence at all. Um, with the addition of five players this season, you know, they'll be looking for, for promotion for sure. Um, but I do. I think the way Walsall play I, this week, I think I think they'll cancel each other out, um, and a draw holds good value in this one. So, yeah, decent price at nine to four as well. Yeah. Like so. um, Walsall looking to turn their poorish start to the season around. Forest Green have had a good start. Could just be one of them that ends up a point yeah, each. Could. could I mean they put up a good fight against Forest Green generally? So. There we go. Yeah, I think I think a draw at nine to four is quite good. So yeah, man, we like this because yeah, there isn't much goes. to go on. So you can kind of just go with whatever you fancy, really. 
yeah, you can. And that, and that's that's where I've gone in League Two. Uh, we're going against Salford, so we've gone for Sutton or draw uh, the double chance, which is even money. Um, as Henry mentioned, Forest Green beat Sutton two one on opening weekend, uh, and then Sutton also travelled to Cardiff in midweek, where they lost as well. Both of them just by the solitary goal. Um, they're again on the road this weekend going to Salford uh, because, for those who don't know, they played on a AstroTurf pitch in uh, in the National League. Yeah. They're having to change that to grass, obviously, because it's the first time in the, in the EFL this year. So the pitch isn't ready. So they're, it's away days at the moment for Sutton. Um, I think they've got a good chance to avoid defeat. They've played well in both of those games, just losing by a single goal. Yeah. Um, Unlucky. Yeah, unfortunate. I think they are going to be good enough to mix it at this level and hopefully they'll prove that this weekend uh, against Salford. Salford, who um, drew drew in midweek and then lost on penalties to Derby, who I, I believe we will get to later. Um, they're, they're obviously expecting to be up there at the end of the season. However, I think this will be quite a tough test for them. Uh, and so long as Salford don't come away with the three points... This bet's a win, yeah. so anything but a Salford win is what we're looking for. Yeah, I mean, Sutton want to be uh, kind of stamping their authority on the league, you know, show that they deserve to be there. So I think, yeah, they've got, like you say, they've got a good chance of getting a result here. Should be an interesting one. It might be quite a good game. So if you if you like watching League Two football, that could be a fun one. Um, but we will go straight up to League One and it's a familiar face again for Hodgson. <laughs> weekend. Uh, we love this. So we, I've gone Sunderland to beat MK Dons at 13 to 10. <laughs> you know, as it's the first week back, what better way, you know, than to bet against MK Dons. Um, so Sunderland, um, they come out of the blocks, meaning business, to be fair, um, with a 2-1 win against Wigan in the opening game. Um, Sunderland, they've generally got a really good record against MK Dons, which is uh, something we love to see in and around. They've uh, they've won five in the last seven between the two, which is uh, it's not bad, is it? That's pretty um, good form. Yeah, great form. MK Dons, you know, they've had a bit of a rough start. They actually got thrashed five 0 by Bournemouth um, in pre-season, and then they drew three three to Bolton uh, in the first league game of the season, which was, was a good game actually. Um, but I do think Sunderland have too go. much quality all over the pitch uh, for MK Dons. Um, and I think they'll walk away with th- three points. So the fact that they're above evens in this, it's worth a dab. Yeah, definitely. I like this one a lot, actually. Um, yeah. I've obviously had to look elsewhere. But we were talking about this this one in the pre-show. Long-time listeners will know our, our resentment towards MK Dons last <laughs> season um, and where that comes from. Watching with the league. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had them down, actually, while they still had Russell Martin as quite a good uh, League One side. Now, Russell Martin's gone to Swansea. Yeah. And only just gone. This looks like a really, really good bet. Uh, And I think they might be in for a slower start to the season than we might have expected had Russell Martin still been there. So, yeah, I like this one a lot. 13 to 10. That's pretty tasty, I'd say. Um. As far as my selection of League One, I've gone for Accrington to beat Cambridge. Who are they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a lot more about Cambridge, really, than it is about Accrington. And actually, um, 
Atkinson have had the worst start to the season. They lost on opening day 2-1 to uh, Wickham, who've obviously just come down from the Championship. They did, however, beat Rotherham in, in, in midweek. So we like that. Um, I'm backing them to beat a Cambridge side who I've written a maybe not cut out for this level. We'll see how that goes over the whole season. I'm not quite sure they have the squad to cut it in what actually looks quite a strong League One this year. Um, they do have a bit of confidence, though. Um, they drew with Oxford in the first game of the league season and then beat Swindon on penalties in the EFL Trophy. So that kind of goes against a little bit of my thinking here. But I think Accrington are a half-decent League One side. I think Cambridge yeah. not as, are probably going to be one of the teams battling the drop this year. Uh, may well go down. As much as I wouldn't like to see it because Wes Hulan's a baller. But um, yeah, 11 to 10, Accrington to beat Cambridge is my selection in League One. Uh, another one, da- if, Dave is, if Dave's listening, he's not going to enjoy this, is he, Hodge? No, not at all. <laughs> so in the championship um, I've gone Stoke to win against Blues at 19 to 10 now both teams secure three points on the opening day um, and they'll b- both be looking to extend a successful start um, coming into the season um, with renewed confidence um, Birmingham City have been transformed under uh, Lee Bowyer to be fair you know he's guided them to safety last year um, Birmingham they have suffered a few injuries um, and we'll still be out with uh, the first choice keeper Etheridge um, so you know a bit of susceptibility there but Stoke you know they've actually looked in good shape and Sam Surridge scored two in two uh, since joining the Potters um, so I think you know Stoke I think I think they're going to have a good season I think they'll be up there uh, this season um, and despite Lee Bowyer kind of you know known for his defensive setup. Um, and they will be hard to beat this season, Blues, to be fair. I think Stoke possess more individual quality um, and will get the job done at St Andrews, but it won't be by much. It'll be by a goal, I think. Yeah, this could definitely be a tight game. Surridge looks a bit of, yeah. a, bit of a signing, doesn't he, from Bournemouth? Yeah, yeah, um, good signing. Stoke. Good, good, good player at this level. Uh, I was just having a look at who's in goal for Birmingham. I don't know who this Sarkic is, but he's 24, so fairly young. Yeah, Neil Etheridge. I don't know when he's back, um, but he's he's been out for a little bit, I think. Yeah, that's definitely one to watch. Birmingham should be uh, far more solid this year, but like you say, I think Stoke are going to be one of the promotion chasers. Um, yeah. And yeah, with that in mind, almost two to one, you're getting on this one, 19 to 10. So I like that from you, Hodge. Yeah. Um, I've gone, again, against Derby. Um, we did tweet out a couple of selections just quick selections on our Twitter before last weekend uh, where I picked Huddersfield to beat Derby. I'm trying, I'm trying to use the same sort of logic here. <laughs> uh, so I've gone Peterborough to beat Derby this weekend at 13 to 10. Um, Posh were an excellent league one side last season, uh, as they have been really for quite a few years down there. They finally won that, found their way back up into the English second tier uh, and deservedly so. They started their season with a 3-0 defeat at Luton last weekend and then um, got hammered 4-0 by Plymouth in midweek in the EFL Trophy. Um, I think this could well be the perfect fixture for them to bounce back against the Derby side, who uh, who concern me, to be honest. 
Um, they took a point on opening weekend and then, as mentioned earlier, beat Salford on penalties in midweek. However, yeah. everyone's everyone knows the issues going on there. Um, their bench is very short on quality and essentially just academy talent. There's not a lot there that can change a game. Um, they're finally starting to make some signings. However, of course, they haven't had much, if any, time to gel or even train yeah. with their new teammates. Um, and Wei Rooney also doesn't fill me with much confidence whatsoever as a manager. <laughs> uh, I don't think he proved yeah. anything good last year. And I think, yeah, with the squad and club in a bit of turmoil. I think his, his recent antics as well. Well, not, not helping, is what it? What did he do? <laughs> Injured their best player as well, didn't he, in training? Yeah, in training. It's it all just... just it's just a bit, yeah, it's just a bit messy, isn't it? And then he's very, in every interview, messy. he's crying out for signings, and not a lot seems to be happening. Well, I yeah. know they've got Ravel Morrison, who yeah, scored a so, great well, goal, we'll actually. S- he did score a nice goal in midweek, but we'll see how well that goes. Yeah, because um, we know he's a bit of a loose cannon as well. Yeah, we know what he could be like. So, yeah, 13 to 10, Peterborough to beat Derby. Uh, we're hoping for a bit of a turnaround from Posh, and yeah, Derby's free fall to start. <laughs> Basically, yeah. is what we're hoping for there. Uh, it's opening weekend in the Prem Hodge. Where have you found a bit of value there? Cannot wait. Cannot wait for this to start. I, ha- I think I have found a bit of value, actually. I've West Ham to beat Newcastle at five to four. Now, West Ham, they've had a bit, well, they've had a very quiet transfer window. Uh, I think they've signed Ariola on loan. Um, and that's about it, really. Unfortunately, it looks like Lingard slipped through the fingers um, and he'll remain a Manchester United player, which is a big blow, I think, for, for West Ham, particularly Amazing. with European football this season. Um, you know, Despite this, though, they will be coming in to the season full of confidence, having finished sixth. And like I said, you know, they've secured European football. Um, they've got a lot of quality in the side, particularly in the midfield uh, with Rice um, and Suchek. You know, I believe they'll start the season brightly, I think. Um, however, I think later down the line, when the European fixtures start to unfold, um, I think it'll be a test, um, placing a lot of strain on Moyes and the squad. I don't really know what the squad depth is like this season. You know, the fact that they've been quiet in the market take, is a it bit alarming. Take much, yeah, to get down to yeah, some players, but, that really you know, they, they obviously haven't got the money, have they? Um, otherwise, I think they would have. So this could jeopardise their form in the Premier League, but I do think until um, the European fixtures start to unfold, they'll they'll do quite well. Um, Newcastle, they finished 12th last season, finishing clear of the relegation zone. Other than Joe Willock, that's potentially going to be signing in the coming days, I think fans will be quite worried with the lack of the transfer activity in this window, um, particularly how last season kind of went for them. Uh, this, you know, they've still got a bit of quality through Callum Wilson, Maximan, if he stays fit. Um, but and my defense... man Joel Linton, of course. Yeah, of course. Wearing the number seven shirt. <laughs> J7. But, <laughs> you know, the defence has not looked, you know, anywhere near solid under Steve Bruce, has it? Um, and I think under, under Steve Bruce, they managed to keep seven clean sheets um, in the Prem last season and only two on home soil so wow you know the fact that they haven't recruited you know it's a bit 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 worrying to be honest so I think West Ham will definitely find the back of the net um, 
and it could get a bit messy for Newcastle on Sunday. So maybe five to four doesn't really do this fix justice, but still it's above even. So yeah, pretty good for uh, an Acker. Yeah, I'd imagine that will shorten by the time this game kicks off. I think West Ham probably. will be odds on probably by then. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like this to be honest. I have Newcastle. I think I had them going down in my own one to twenties. It's not where we ended up. Have you? Them. Yeah, I'm worried about Newcastle, man. I really am. I mean, they've signed. Well, they haven't agreed personal terms, have they? I think they're still. Um, a bit I think of a they may have agreed it earlier. The... Oh, have they? I think so. So fair enough. I believe I saw that notification. Um, oh, that's right, then. So yeah, hopefully Joe Willett gets over the line, and yeah, like you said kind of on similar lines with Lingard it's a shame that he's not going to be a West Ham player this year yeah and yeah he was he was on fire wasn't he um, it really really was you know especially with regards to England I think if he if he stays at West Ham and he shows that consistency with the club you know he might be knocking on the door yeah I agree I, I don't see getting it, too much game time at United no, so. whereas at Man United I mean look at the quality you've, you've, you've got and who you've brought in yeah. Does he have a place? Not probably not, and not definitely not on a regular basis. So yeah, not not as far as I can see anyway. No. So yeah, five to four. I think I like that. Um, another price I would imagine will shorten, but maybe I'm missing something. Is Villa to beat Watford at twelve to five? Well, not when the star man's gone. Yeah, that. So that's the that's the main drawback of this bet, really. Um, the obvious place to start here is with Jack Grealish. He's gone, but they did recoup £100 million um, for a player who has struggled to stay fit for a full season throughout his career, really. Doesn't seem like too bad business. However, they were a totally different team when Grealish wasn't playing. It is worth notes, noting that yeah. straight away. Yeah. So if anyone's thinking of getting on this as well, that's out there. <laughs> that exists. <laughs> Obviously, they have brought in the likes of Danny Ings from Southampton, Leon Bailey from Germany. Um, adding to the earlier edition of uh, Emmy Buendia from Norwich, which I, I like that one a lot. Some exciting signings there, yeah. So that's pretty exciting. They've probably spent a bit of the Grealish money and they've probably got a bit more left uh, if they want to replace Tyrone Mings at centre-back. That would be where <laughs> I would go. <laughs> um, yeah. They look like, yeah, they've got an exciting uh, bit of talent up front, as we just mentioned. Obviously, Ollie Watkins is also in there uh, and they've built a solid solid enough Premier League squad behind that they should be able hopefully to build on their 11th place finish last term um, and start coming to terms with the loss uh, of Super Jack for Watford it's, it's going to be all about survival this year after promotion in second place in the championship last year uh, as you'd expect with Watford you know what you know what's coming the revolving door's been out plenty in plenty out um <laughs> So, manager, we'll see what manager Cisco has come up with. I haven't seen too much of him, uh, to be honest. So, I'm, I'm interested to get to know a bit more about him as a Premier League manager. I do think Villa will prove a bit too strong, uh, for, and the Hornets may be in for a tough season here. So, 12 to 5 looks a pretty big price, uh, and I'm happy yeah. to be on that, despite Grealish's absence. That's, um, that's really good value. Yeah, over two, over 2 to 1. Over 2 to 1, away, yeah. But I'm I'm pretty happy with that, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wait, sorry. Villa at home. Villa away at Vicarage. They're away. Yeah, so that's probably plays into the price a little bit. It usually does. 
Uh, while we've got you, Hodge, you're a City fan. Grealish in at City. Uh, I mean, he's not a hundred million player, is he? Let's let's just get that straight. Um, a good signing. He will improve us without you know. There's no doubt about that. Um, I just, for me, I think we've got too many players like him. Like, it does seem a, stra- a bit of a strange one to me, but for that price tag, yeah. I mean, get Harry Kane in for that money. Yeah, we need a striker. I know Foden and De Bruyne, they, well, Foden's got injured. De Bruyne's, he does pick up an injury or two most seasons. Um, so Jack will be will be good to kind of slot into that role. There's always minutes uh, there, isn't there, for City? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that you know, Pepe thing. likes to rotate, so. And they're going to be playing will, a lot of games will. as well. Yeah, <laughs> especially, I think there's a few players in Happy who Bernardo wants to leave. Um, I think Sterling was... Well, by the sounds of interviews with England, he didn't seem too happy, did he, at club level? So, yeah, we'll see with that one. Yeah, see how that one progresses. Um, yeah. Do you want to just go back through your four selections and tell us which one is going to be your nap this week as well? Yep. Yeah, so I've gone in League Two, Walsall to draw with Forest Green at nine to four. I've gone Sunderland to beat MK Dons at 13 to 10. And that's my nap this week. It's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> in, in the Championship, I've gone Stoke to beat Blues uh, 19 to 10. And then in the Prem, West Ham to beat Newcastle at 5 to 4. Lovely stuff. I'll just quickly run through, run you through my selections as well. We've got in League 2, Sutton or Draw, uh, which is a double chance selection against Salford. That's even money. Uh, I've got Accrington to beat Cambridge at 11 to 10 in League One. My championship pick is anyone to beat Derby. It happens to be Peterborough this weekend at 13 to 10. And in the Premier League, as I just mentioned, Villa to beat Watford at 12 to 5. Uh, my nap is going to be the Villa one. I think that price is a bit wild. So. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, if anyone knows why that's the case, let us know because yeah what have I missed <laughs> I must have missed something yeah that's that's crazy odds I think for that so yeah so that's interesting but yeah exciting times we're back for another season buzzing yeah. to have Hodgson alongside me chatting through the, our weekend selections as always um, and if the people want to follow you Hodge where can they do that oh should I give I'll give a at HOG7, I'll, I'll sort something out for next week, but we'll keep we that go. one for now. Okay, there we go. It's coming soon. Here we go. Uh, you can follow TBC. me at, <laughs> at Mikey Breson on Twitter. Uh, but as Will always says on the Monday, uh, the Tuesday pod, please don't, please instead follow us at In and Around Pod. And you can also read through uh, a little bit of blabber from me and Hodgson as we put up the betting column every week on a Friday as well. That's at inaroundmedia.com. Um, yeah. thanks a lot for yeah, joining me Hodge no problem let's hope we we start started where I left off well yeah with a full house <laughs> that'd be good yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah enjoy the first weekend of the Premier League uh, and if you haven't any any selections good luck uh, and we'll see you next week yeah see you next week cheers guys <laughs>